0: Welcome back to Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. Our next guest is the founder of a company that uh, I'm intimately familiar with and that is OWC. You can find them over at maxsales.com. Um Larry O'Connor, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with us. Hey, glad to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Larry, hot off of CES 2022 Wow, it's been the past couple of years have been like this 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 whirlwind of craziness being stuck at home. How did it feel being in person, seeing people, touching people, letting people touch your products for the first time in a while?
1: You know, nothing beats being in person, you know, with people and and being able to talk about the product, talk about people's needs, you know, face to face versus, you know, doing this stuff over Zoom and nothing compares to that face to face.
0: Larry, you guys um, did not stop during COVID. I, mean, we, I know we we spoke a couple times over the pandemic, and regardless of being virtual, you guys are a machine. Like, I mean, there was there was very little stopping you guys. You went to virtual really, really quickly. Everything was already in place, as you told us last time. So um, it, h- how has it been for you? Like, the, if you were to describe the last few years, do you feel like you, you lost some momentum? Did the momentum stay there? Were you able to keep it? Was everybody kind of still engaged and super, super happy to be on board?
1: You know, we absolutely kept momentum. I think it was, there was a lot more work to keep the momentum. We have a lot of things, a lot of new things that, that came up. But, you know, compared to if we'd been in person, you know, I, I think we would have had far more acceleration. The momentum continues. I mean, things are you know, rolling really great. We just had our first you know, major, actually a couple of major in-person events for our own organization, a big strategic meeting last week. We had our Christmas parties uh, in Austin and up up north with literally people around the world attending. You know, nothing, I have to say, there's just nothing come close to having people in the same room, you know, talking to each other.
0: You know, OWC has been around for, for a long time, and you're an extremely responsive company. And I say that in a very positive light because there are sometimes... Companies are responsive in a negative way, but you guys are responsive because, you know, Apple comes out with new products, other companies come out with new products, and there's never uh, too much of a beat that's missed before there's a new OWC product that fills a gap or fills a need for something that we're missing in a product that exists out there. And these two products or two product lines that we're going to talk about that you guys launched at CES really do fit that formula. And I want to start with the Mini Stacks SDX. Can you describe what this product is and and what market that exactly? Phil's.
1: Sure. You know, the Masec SDX, you know, from a market point of view, I mean, that's anything from home to business. It's anything from just adding more storage and backup to, you know, some video production, even a big place for, uh, for audio production in particular, but it's, it gives you more Thunderbolt. Everybody needs more Thunderbolt ports, type C ports, where they're connecting USB-C or Thunderbolt 40 gigabit devices. And in addition to being a Thunderbolt 4, effectively a Thunderbolt 4 dock, it also gives you, Additional storage via a two and a half inch or three and a half inch hard drive, as well as an M.2 NVMe. So you can have a giant backup or a giant repository drive, a giant repository drive at a relatively low cost per terabyte, per gigabyte for you know, media and, and output. And then you can have an NVMe drive, high performance, up to eight terabytes inside for various production and and higher performance need applications.
0: Now, this really does blend in a lot of different products into one, because if you look at the OWC product lineup, you can see there are great hubs, there's great um, external uh, storage solutions, and it brings everything together in a package that works so seamlessly with the Mac Mini design. I mean, whether you sit it on top or you sit it beneath, I mean, it looks beautiful on the desk, and it really does fit the need quite nicely. What, I mean, uh, this product, I'm assuming, when you say with the audio side, why do you say audio more than video on in terms of, you know, powerhouse?
1: Sure, you know, Thunderbolt 4 has different, uh, called different limitations for storage. You know, whereas we have our Thunderblade, which is really there for whether it's ingest or even uh, production work, you know, that, that that maxes the Thunderbolt 4 bus uh, for data transfer. When using the mini stack, which provides you with the hub, you're, as, you're, you're faster than the fastest hard drive, but the NVMe SSD is gonna max out, you know, around 800, 900 megabytes a second. And that's because with any sort of hubbing, there's only a single lane available for the actual storage side. Now, for a lot of video work, that's plenty of performance. I mean, people, you know, kill for that performance You know, just a few years ago. As you get into the higher end 4K, certainly you go into 6K and 8K video uh, workflows. You know, that's not going to be quite enough for, for that kind of work, but it's absolutely uh, you know, for photography, for audio, you know, for high definition and even a lot of 4K video work it's faster than real time. So the applications are pretty wide. I just don't want, uh, I don't want the price we miss, you know, classified as A is gonna give me, you know, the the same speed as an Envoy, uh, you know, pro bus powered external, which again, is another one of our SX and our FX will max that bus. But for typical needs, and this is where it's such a fine line. I I look at some of the, uh, you know, some reviewers look at real world, how did this work with my application? Hey, this was awesome. Other reviews, you know, they published the big old, you know, the artificial uh, benchmarks and without really talking about how it impacts applications. For a lot of applications, a drive doing a thousand megabytes a second, plus a drive that has high uh, IO, you know, uh, operations per second. So it's, I mean, a lot of things aren't so much dependent on that 2000 megabytes a second. They're dependent on maintaining high I.O. because they're doing small data transactions.
0: And these so, are becoming more and more more, and more popular, I guess, with people switching to using laptops more and more or even tablets like the Surface, for example. I mean, the ability to just kind of walk around and be mobile with your laptop or your Surface and being able to pop to your desk and suddenly have your two screens or three if you're actually considered the one on your device, plus the extra storage, et cetera, et cetera, with one cable. I mean, that's become like almost the dream that now you guys ha- have fulfilled in the past, but continue to kind of blow. Minds in terms of the capabilities here.
1: Yeah, oh gosh! You know, I almost forgot the iPad. I mean, iPad Pro, you know, plugs yeah. into this as well. And that's the thing: the way we offer it. You know, you can buy it without any drives and put whatever you want inside of it. We offer it with just drive stores alone, so you get the drive stores, a hard drive, plus the uh, plus the uh, ports, or you can get it with just an NVMe in the ports, and then we offer it hybrid where you get both an SSD as well as the uh, the storage. And a lot of people like that because they use the SSD you know, for their live work. And then they get all that massive storage to have your different backups, to have your media archive. to have the things that don't need to be in the fastest, don't need to have expensive SSD storage.
0: Uh, OWC Atlas series. This was another announcement at CES. Walk us through this because, you know, a media storage and card reader. Um, is there some jellyfish DNA that I feel might've come over the c-
1: crossover here? You know, we have a lot of feedback from a lot of customers, especially on the jellyfish side, and it's kind of a, a mismatch of what's out there. And looking at what we could do, I mean, this, this takes advantage. We already have a, a big foothold in, in MDME technology. Now this is a PCI, effectively PCI MDME you know, technology space. And we said, you know, we can do a better product and at a really good cost point and give it that support and give it the right reader so you get full speed and bring that package together. Now it's much easier for us to support the ecosystem when everything is OWC because a lot of the calls, you know, we find ourselves supporting a problem that's with something else that has nothing to do with the OWC side. And here we have that whole control. It's very easy to point. And honestly, a customer is happy for us; they're much happier. Nobody's happy when there's any issue. And like I said, we do what we do to prevent issues in the first place is, is. Pretty. I always actually, it's not insane. It's probably one of the most sane thing we can do. I mean, anything we can do to make the customer experience, we insulate the customers from all the other joy that happens in the technology world. We again, plug and play and go. But if somebody calls up and it's it's, they think it's one thing, but it's another. It's much easier to to take care of that that customer when if it is a problem. And again, we can't say well, there's always issues. I mean, that you know, I got to send my 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 Apple laptop in. You know, that's that stuff happens. But it's much easier to have a customer say yeah it's this not that you know we'll get that swapped out for you as opposed to it's this not that and you're going to have to go so you're going to have to go to where you got that other product from you know we're, we're sorry that it, it really is actually the problem now the atlas media cards of
0: the sd cards and the, and the cf cards have been out for a while how do you how do you improve upon technology like a memory card
1: you know, just like a lot of different things, we actually have, there's a lot of variability in the controller options, the firmware that supports that controller, and the mix of flash that goes into it. You know, focusing on a high-grade of PSLC, and also next-generation PSLC, which uses less power, generates less heat, and has much longer durability. Now, in fairness, I mean, everybody will probably, I mean, everybody has the opportunity to, to I'd say, catch up. But we came into an entry point where we could take, you know, really put together a better solution with what's available today, as opposed to, yeah, we've been building this for a while. It's wonderful. There's really no motivation to change it. So we are to come up with a better product, you know, really market timing and do it right. I mean, it's not to say that somebody else can't take a product apart and try to do something similar, but we maintain these things. We're not flavor of the week. It's not, you know, how cheap can we build it? What's, what's the option to build it cheaper this week? You know, we always see the, the push the envelope and make sure that, you know, whether it's durability, performance, you know, with a, a focus first and foremost on reliability, you know, we're, we're giving our customers the best that we can build versus, you know, this is the best today and, you know, a year from now or two years from now, you know, if we just leave it the same, we leave it the same. We leave what we have to leave the same where things are specced in. I mean, there's certain things where if it's being qualified for a customer, you know, they don't want to have to requalify. But in places where we can improve the product and maintain, you know, the same basic Requirement, but provide improvement. And again, we do all the work behind the scenes. So it's completely transparent and, and not it's just not even something that a customer has to worry about. That's the big thing. It's always making things better and taking advantage of, you know, our own you know IP. And again, just the way technology advances. Things are definitely always moving forward. And some of that also is making sure that you know, not everything is things move forward, but they don't always get better. You know, a perfect example of that would be you know, what happened with SSDs within really a year or so ago when a lot of companies moved to using QLC. You know, we do use QLC in a couple of our models, but it's with a, really a, a special mix and proprietary firmware that manages with PSLC so that performance is through and through sustained on the drive. You don't have 1% of the drive you know, written to and suddenly your 1,000 megs a second drops to less than 100 megs a second. You know, which is typical of pretty much every every QLC drive out there. You know, you have to be very, very careful, you know, making sure that advancements in technology are also met with, you know, we, we don't just switch because it's a new technology. Yeah. You know, yeah. We move forward to make sure that we can maintain the performance and the requirements that our customer has on the various uh, applications they're gonna be using these products with. You know, our Mercury Pro SSDs, even looking at two and a half inch data technology, I mean we are shipping now the fastest two and a half inch SATA drives in the world today.
0: Yeah, and performance is so important, especially when you look at people. I mean, we're, we're pretty loyal, you know, whether we're video, you know, recording video, audio, or or just even photos, we're loyal to the brands that we use because of the quality, right? It's not, we're not just going to go out and buy, you know, this brand or that brand just because we need an SD card. We need to know that that writes at the speed that it says it's going to, it reads at the speed it's going to, so that we can take those high resolution images or record that high resolution video and not worry about it not coming out the way. It's supposed to, and that's super important. And for people who you know aren't in that field, you know, it's one of those small little nuances that when you are in the field, you realize really quickly. Wait a second, there is a big difference here. These numbers aren't just here for 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 namesake; they're here because they actually mean something. And to have a company that stands behind that and also make sure that they you know meet those expectations—that's super important. Well,
1: we found it really interesting that there's a lot of company, and they're not bad cars necessarily, but. You know their peak speed is a lot higher than their sustained speed, yeah. and it's that's you know you read, right, mostly on the right side, but it's like that's you know kind of it's interesting. I mean, there's there's a lot of opportunity again with the uh, with these different media cards to improve what was being delivered, you know, in totality. Versus, you know, here's a great spec, but oh yeah, well sure if you after a few writes, yeah, the speed drops. You know, with our cards, it's a pretty darn flat line across the uh, across the media at peak speed. So that's, and you know, something else we also found on this, we, you know, we're looking at what different readers people were using, uh, and this is on the, uh, on the con, i sorry, the SD card side, you know, there's just some readers that people say, these are the fastest readers. You know, we always, I mean, we just, I mean, we certainly have, you know, we put a high level of importance on our, on every customer, and that includes our internal customers and our internal knowledge for what our own group needs. And we've been pretty, I mean, we've done the historically when we were 10 people, it was this way, and now we now have 300 people, it's this way the reader that's inside our docs actually beats the speed of, you know, the, the so-called best uh, external SD readers. I said, wow, that's really cool. Instead of using, we used the one, it's okay, those benchmarks are nice, they're good. And then it's, how's our doc performing? We we should be, way up. And we made a good choice in terms of what we put in there for a reason. Oh, it's about you know, 10, 15 megs a second faster in readings. I said fantastic. So every place we can, I mean, we really do, uh, you know, look to go beyond. Even the docs putting into, uh, you know USB chipsets for the for the hubbing. A lot of companies split hubs. You know the same course yeah. we can do, and that's you lose bandwidth. You know when we built and when we designed our our, our first Thunderbolt dock, without even you know considering you know you know the different how word this would impact you know like video guys that have multiple you know, cameras connected doing multi-streaming. You know that wasn't a thought. The thought was we I mean, we need more bandwidth. We want to make sure that people can use these ports you know to their maximum speed, not. You will know, see a reduction if they have a bunch of devices going. And some of the first reviews, and I'll never forget, I said, hey, you just made possible what no other doc was making possible because we actually get the bandwidth that need from these ports. And and the real revelation to us was the other docs out there hadn't done this. Yeah, And it was kind of, to us, I mean, it wasn't even a second thought. This was common sense. We're putting the ports on. This is what these ports need to do. This is how we're going to design the product. You know, we've gone through it. It's it's a fun thing. I mean, it's it's you, know, you learn a lot. I mean, there's all sorts of, you know, whammies that happen out there. I mean, a frequency change, I a few years, this is like seven years ago, a cellular frequency change actually created an issue for some of our earlier docs. It was resolved, but it was it was one of the, it took us six months you know, What was out what was a. Uh, it, it wasn't something that was, it was very difficult. It happened in some, it literally happened in some places, not others. And then we finally figured out this has to do with, you know, the new iPhones and a new frequency. And it's like, crap. <laughs> okay, that's why. I mean, it was weird. We have somebody, you know, finally, as somebody, I think one of our own people said, and we, you know, he swap docs, and then it came. Well, the same doc works here, but it doesn't work there, and then had to kind of narrow in and say, "Holy camoli!" Because here we go. This is. It wasn't enough either. Wasn't it wasn't. If we had a larger sample group, we would have figured it out faster. But, nonetheless, you know, these are things that go to the going into the go into the, uh, the workflow and the QC and the testing that you know we certainly. Have done again. It's it's been in this Thunderbolt was you know new a decade ago. Yeah. Thunderbolt is there's nothing faster external you know that has the plug and play uh, capability over copper without you know very specialized expensive cables. There's, I'd say we have a, the experience we have, and we have more products for Thunderbolt today than any other any other manufacturer on the planet in terms of shipping in the in the market. We the experience certainly uh, has helped us certainly make products that. I'd say we were making great products. You know, ten years ago, making great products. Five years ago, and every year, you know, henceforth, I'd say the the level of solution that we ship, you know, from a a a customer experience side is not exponentially better, but the the risk, the odds of uh, the odds of an issue become exponentially lower as we've continued to really hone that experience with this high speed bus. So, what does twenty
0: twenty two look like for for Adobe
1: looks fantastic. We're super excited. They you know, all have these new media cars, the, the mini stack. We have a host of other Thunderbolt solutions coming out. We're really glad to be bringing back a, a four terabyte, a high performance four terabyte uh, bus power Thunderbolt drive. Again, we'd had the Envoy Pro EX. It had the integrated cable. When we went to the SX model, so you can plug your own cable in. You know, it was the do four terabytes was just slightly over the, uh, the certification level. And now we have a drive that's with like a newer flash that lets us bring that power back down, and we'll, we're back to a, a bus power of four terabyte. All these things are great for OWC, and more importantly, great for our customers that need more storage, need faster storage, You will know, need a whole host of things. That you know, again, technology moves, and you know, we continue to, to bring that technology forward for everybody. And I do want to talk about Thunderbolt certification. You know, it's pretty interesting, and you know, we have concerns with just how certification is being enforced out there. It's really important that devices be certified, especially bus power devices. You know, and we can tell you firsthand. There is a reason that, now we couldn't do our four. We would have loved to have shipped a four terabyte. And in most settings, that four terabyte, even with the, the, the power level it draws, was, was pretty well, it was tolerable. When I say tolerable, it didn't affect the computer. But it wasn't something that we put in, you wouldn't want in a production environment. It wasn't something that yeah. you would have wanted you know, on your bus. And depending on just on the basis that because of the power draw, there's always a chance that you could have a drop or it could impact something else. On the Thunderbolt bus, just the way power operates. You know, certification and 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 being compliant with certification ensures products you connect to your Mac or PC for Thunderbolt will always work and won't have any issues, you know, working with other devices that are Thunderbolt or USB C on that system. And there's some there's some folks out there that are even flagrant saying, we can't get this certified, but you can have it. It's like, yeah, and you know, it's I'm sure it'll work. I mean, it's one of those things where, and this is interesting, you know. You know, we, we promise, you know, we, we make promises that we can keep and those promises create high expectations. And when you, you can lower the expectation and people want it to work, you know, you get, you can become, you know, drink a little bit of the Kool-Aid and become enthusiastic about something working. And it's, you don't want to, you really don't want to be naysay because you're a rebel you're doing something outside the bounds. And, you know, the bottom line is those solutions, you you risk a lot of, you do risk risk serious issues out there. And I, I do hope I look forward to Intel really, you know, tamping that down. It's it's so it's a little bit crazy. I mean, the being the Thunderbolt program, you know, there's a lot of requirements. I mean, it's tempting. Like, I mean, there's certainly we love to ship. Now well, we love to ship with warnings. I mean, it's you know, yeah. so easy to do, But it's that's not the. There's just too much risk. I mean, we already see, it. and I get it. By having something that's tightly controlled, you don't end up with a situation where you ship it to a, to a customer. They put it into some sort of production use. Maybe they're complying with whatever the special requirement is within a year from now, or six months from now, something changes in that setup. Maybe somebody else comes in and it's to somebody else's rig now. And whatever was needed to keep that jury rig, but needed to keep that little exception, you know, covered, has been eliminated, and now problems start. You know, you don't really blame the uh, you, know, you don't you don't even necessarily know what it is because it's hard to diagnose. You know, it should work, it's supposed to work. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It must be yeah. a computer. Must be something wrong with Thunderbolt you know, ultimately reflects bad on the technology, overall technology, not a single product. And Thunderbolt is something that really, it's designed just like ODBC products. It's designed to always work, always deliver, plug and play and go with a a consistent experience so that you're not chasing your tail troubleshooting. You know, there are certainly variations in Thunderbolt, the cable you include, quality of cable, quality of, you know, what you put inside, you know, your Thunderbolt solutions, the chipsets you choose for a Thunderbolt solution for that matter. But you know, just like those elements, you know, we don't want the technology. Properly certified solutions mean that it always works, and you don't have to chase. You know, why isn't something working when you know, you've got these variables that you just don't you, you don't know know about or don't have control over.
0: You know how many people I answer, you know, people ask me the question why something's not working and it comes down to, a, you know, a not certified cable. You know, how many times is just the cable the, you know, the issue, let alone the fact that the product may not itself be certified. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Larry, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Uh, we love catching up with you. There's so much to talk about and we're going to have more to talk about, um, I'm, I'm sure, throughout the year. So uh, thank you for being here with us.
1: Hey, it's a pleasure. Hey, check out our new OWC.com site. You know, there's so much more than just MaxSales to explore, but you can see all the different all the different technologies that you know, OWC is is involved offering and, frankly, making workflows and you know, people's, people's technology experience better. Larry O'Connor, the founder of OWC.
0: Check out them at maxsales.com. It is your tech report. Thank you for being here this week on our CES special. We'll be talking to a lot of companies in the coming weeks that we're at CES all about their technology and their announcements, so don't worry about it if we didn't get to them this week. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Mark Flalo. Thank you for being with us. We'll catch you again next week. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me host Mike C as we explore all areas of human wellness: physical, mental, and emotional.